Welcome to the Sacramental Charismatic. I'm your host, Luke Garrity, and on this podcast, I discuss topics related to the church, the Holy Spirit, mission, and how these subjects intersect within sacramentality. I'm a pastor theologian living in Northern California, and while I'm primarily discussing topics related to these themes and interviewing relevant voices, I'll also discuss whatever else I feel like because, well, this is my podcast. My website, LukeGarity.com, has plenty of blog articles for you to delve into, and I'd love to invite you to find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Let's go. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Luke here. First episode of the new podcast, the Sacramental Charismatic. I am super excited to start this. I've actually been planning on doing this for quite some time and uh, probably the last five or six months and just haven't gotten a chance to do it. Um, but tonight, it is the evening for me. I'm starting and um, really excited about that. You know, I finally actually have my own studio uh, here. I've got all of my camera equipment. I also have all of my uh, recording stuff here in my home studio because obviously I'm working from home far more. So I'm surrounded by some of the things that I love. I have on uh, on on my my table right here. I've got my laptop. I've got uh, I should say my MacBook Pro and my I've got a big old monitor, iPad Pro. I've got a bunch of mixing boards around here. I got a drone. I have a great set of books behind me. And uh, also, also have a big stack of, of records, um, hip hop and jazz and blues and rock. Um, so super happy to be in this room right now. Uh, you may, from time to time, hear my children in the background or some puppies because I have a brand new puppy. Um, but you know what? That's just part of working from home. And so. We can only go up from here, and perhaps those little intrusions can function as Easter eggs. And if you hear one or spot one, and you leave a comment somewhere that I can see it, I will be sure to get you some sort of free theological resource, uh, perhaps a book or uh, something. Uh, maybe I'll do a podcast just for you. I don't know. Anyway, some of my goals in the Sacramento Charismatic are to first and foremost produce quality biblical theological content. I really do want to put together material that will be an encouragement for you. It will help uh, help challenge you. It will help uh, provide provide training if you're looking for more theological training. Um, and you know, I want to do that in a way that's really rooted in the local church because I am a local church pastor. Um, I try to function as a pastor theologian and uh, I love the local church. I am I'm involved in a local church and I think that every follower of Jesus should be involved in a local church. So I'm always going to be doing these podcasts in a in a way that is is able to take hopefully um, really, really great, robust theological concepts, but 
but try to put it in a package that applies into the local church. And uh, along the way, we're going to do some really fun things like interview. Uh, I have some interviews set up for the future with some really great friends of mine, uh, as well as some just excellent theological thinkers that I really value who are not really friends, but are people that I've reached out to and who have been more than willing to end up on this podcast. So that's going to be really, really, really cool. So tonight's just an introduction. Um, you know, we're going to start getting into the the real content in the coming future. Uh, I'm not sure how many of these I'll be able to do and at what pace. I wanted to say I can do one once a week. So we'll have to see how that goes. I'm going to sure try, though, and it'd be awesome if we could keep up with that pace. Uh, but some of you might be wondering why I'm doing a podcast called The Sacramental Charismatic. Uh, in fact, in a lot of theological circles, uh, people would say you can't be sacramental or charismatic at the same time. And what I want to do in this podcast is actually explore the intersection between my three favorite subjects. And, and I think that if we, if we see the intersection, we're actually going to lean into sacramentality. And those three areas that I love interacting with, studying, uh, both in the Bible as well as in just normal biblical theological literature, uh, is, is three subjects. And the, and the first subject is pneumatology. I love pneumatology. Pneumatology is the study of the Holy Spirit. Um, and so as a, as a follower of Jesus, I am greatly encouraged knowing that followers of Jesus have been given the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, and we are empowered by the Spirit to carry out God's work. And so we're going to be talking about the intersection between the Holy Spirit, pneumatology, and ecclesiology. Ecclesiology is the fancy theological word for the study of the church or the doctrine of the church. And I love the church. So we'll be looking at the intersection between the Holy Spirit, the church, and then finally, missiology or missions. And I believe that the the great mission that we are all called to join is God's mission. And so I've found in my own experience that the intersection between pneumatology, ecclesiology, and missiology leads to a sacramental approach, I believe. Uh, at least I have found it extremely helpful for my for myself. You know, my my brief church history is that uh, my mom became a follower of Jesus when I was a young child, so I do not remember a time in my life when I was not involved in a church uh, until I became an adult and took a small break for a while. Uh, but that's a podcast for another day. Uh, but my church history has been pretty much consistently involved in one for the last 41 years of my life. And so I've been in a lot of different types of churches, uh, but primarily have been around charismatic churches. I spent some time in a Pentecostal church as well um, and had a great experience there for the most part. Uh, but most of my experience has been in charismatic churches. Uh, I have also been involved in some Baptist churches and some non-denominational churches, uh, as well as um, some Presbyterian and Reformed churches. So uh, my church history is kind of uh, abroad, I guess, in that sense. But my theological training um, is is has been pretty much within two traditions. It's been in the charismatic Pentecostal evangelical world and then the reform tradition. So I have an undergrad degree in, in, uh, in theology, and then I have an MDiv with an emphasis on New Testament theology, 
And then I have an, an, uh, an MA from the University of Birmingham in the UK. And it's Birmingham, not Birmingham, Birmingham, um, or Birmingham, or Birmingham. Uh, just don't say Birmingham. Uh, but I did an MA there on on evangelical and charismatic studies, which was a really fun degree uh, because it was an intersection between theology as well as uh, as uh, history and a lot of social sociology as well. So I'd say in many ways that the degree was in in uh, I guess in uh, you know it c- combined a lot of different topics and, um, you know, put them all together. So it was an integrative degree in that sense. So I'd say it was theology, history, and, and typical social uh, studies type of stuff. So, uh, and so, yeah, I had a great time doing that. And then my own charismatic experience is that I have received what some would say is the baptism of the Spirit. Others would say was an infilling um, or an empowerment of the Spirit. In future episodes, we will talk about where I come down on that, and we'll hopefully interview one of my friends who just wrote his PhD dissertation on the subject of spirit baptism, and I am speaking about Thomas Lyons. Um, and, uh, you know, I had an experience, though, that would be similar to that. Um, I had a an infilling, and I had an external expression of a spiritual gift and had an overwhelming sense of praise. And I've had several experiences like that actually over the years. So, so I am definitely a card carrying charismatic. I believe that the gifts of the spirit are for today. I actively and encourage uh, others to actively seek to desire earnestly to use the Pauline language of first Corinthians chapter 12 and 14. I desire those spiritual gifts. Um, I have um, have no problem with the gift of tongues and interpretation and gifts of healings and prophecy and other supernatural things. But I also, because I am um, trying to remain faithful to the teachings of Scripture, I also believe that those gifts that seem to be mundane or are maybe more uh, normative activities, such as uh, serving or or administration are also spiritual gifts that we need to uh, to pursue and to recognize as being valid pneumatological experiences um, and activities that we should both encourage and welcome and and seek after. So, uh, so I'm charismatic. I am a card carrying charismatic. I believe cessationism is a very very bad theological position to hold to, and I have found most of the cessationist arguments. Actually, I, to be honest, I found all of the cessationist arguments primarily to be unconvincing. Um, and I'm grateful that it seems that, that today um, there are very few uh, cessationists out there anymore. Um, and if they are, they are more along the lines of, of, I guess, what I would call open but cautious type of cessationists. So, um, so yeah, I, I love the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm very much in tune with the the, the charismatic prayer, come Holy Spirit. Um, and so, you know, my charismatic experiences uh, are, are vast. I've had many of them. Uh, I've also been around churches that, that maybe, um, you know, would, would uh, um, I guess, have a lot of those type of things. And I've also been around churches that would not be considered charismatic, but yet had clear, clear expressions of the spiritual gifts. And uh, I'll share some of those stories in future episodes. But 
Uh, so I'm, I'm a charismatic, but the sacramental thing might be might be weird for some of you. In fact, I think that there's some people who may end up listening to this podcast who who come from the sacramental tradition, and, and they're kind of like, whoa, that charismatic stuff is a little weird, and so I might be... I might be, uh, I don't know, encouraging to you, but also somewhat uh, curious and maybe a little scary in that charismatic sense. But then some of you are coming from the charismatic uh, background. And, you know, when you hear words like sacramentality or sacrament, you think of of rigid ritual, um, you know, I guess the road, uh, wrote, um, boring liturgical service type stuff. And I'm going to hopefully challenge you as well, because I I think we need to recognize that charismatics are, by the very nature of their pneumatology, sacramental. We might not use that language or that term to describe what we are, but we are, in fact, sacramental. And so I'll be making arguments along the way to get there for that. And actually, really quickly, I wanted to share a quick story um, about the sacramental aspect of my experience and and uh, just mention that, you know, um, for most of my life, communion or the Eucharist or the Lord's Supper was not a significant um, church experience in the churches that I grew up in, for the most part. In fact, I don't remember a lot of them being uh, very prominent um, in the in the worship experience that we we had on Sundays um, and so in many churches it might have happened once a month um, or a few of the churches I should say I didn't go to a lot of different churches growing up but uh, a few of them might have done it once a month but some of them just didn't do it very regularly at all and so I managed to make it make my way into an MDiv program and in the MDiv program, started to get confronted with various positions on the sacraments, on the Eucharist especially, and and started really wrestling through where I landed. And around that time, I also was pastoring a church and got into a, a situation where I was at a conference that was a bunch of Reformed Baptist charismatic folks and during the Eucharist celebration, had one of the most powerful encounters with the presence of God in the midst of receiving the bread and the cup. And I remember in that moment being absolutely overwhelmed with the love of God and the sense of God's presence to the point that I actually went home completely um, determined to figure out to some degree what was happening and over the course of the next 10 years, spent a lot of time reading and studying and then went on to write my dissertation at um, Birmingham on the subject of sacramental theology. Um, and so I've had a number of those moments where where the Eucharist is about as prominent of a charismatic experience for me as anything else. Um, and then I had a friend who I was um, able to lead to the Lord, actually, and um, shared my faith with him, and he eventually came to a place of receiving Christ, and when he decided to get baptized, um, at his baptism, he went under the water, and just to put it in context, he had no church background before that, and everybody that he brought to this baptism were mostly bikers who also had very little church background, uh, only what they had seen on TV. At any rate, they they came, and when he went under the water and came out, he had a charismatic 
overflow and began speaking in tongues, even though he had no idea what that was. And when we walked to the shore and he was trying to figure out what had happened and had such an overwhelming sense of joy, several people who were not followers of Jesus were wondering why there was a big light shining from heaven onto us. Now, that sounds crazy. I just want to let you know that by nature, I tend to be somewhat skeptical. Skeptical, And uh, I remember thinking to myself that they probably were on drugs of some sort. But as I talked to them, there was definitely some type of miraculous supernatural thing that happened. And multiple people that were there that day made a decision to follow Jesus. So at any rate, I think that it's safe to say that... There are charismatic experiences that happen around the sacraments. And so I think many of us uh, maybe in the charismatic tradition haven't explored that as much as we should have. And so that's what I plan on doing over the course of the, the life of this podcast, The Sacramental Charismatic. I want to explore topics related to sacramentality or charismatic theology and practices and 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 because of those two intersection lines it also means that we need to talk about ecclesiology and missiology because i believe that all of these things need to happen within the context of the church the community of god's kingdom and they're ultimately leading us to join into god's mission of of helping people experience the radical love of jesus So anyway, that's kind of the plan. We'll be looking at scripture. Uh, We will be looking at various books along the way. In fact, at each one of these episodes, I'm always going to take time to recommend one book for you to purchase that I think would be be fascinating for you and would help you uh, spend some time kind of digging deeper into, into the Bible and into theological reflection in relation to the subjects at hand. So with that in mind, I'm going to men- mention a book here for you that I think would be a, a, a fun read for those of you who maybe come from a, a charismatic slash Pentecostal background. Um, and maybe for those of you who are in the sacramental stream of things and you're curious about how other traditions have thought about sacramentality. So there's a really great book by Dan Tomberlin, and it's called... Uh, If you look at the title, it's called Pentecostal Sacraments, and hopefully you can see this if you're watching YouTube, but it's called Pentecostal Sacraments, Encountering God at the Altar. And Daniel Tomberlin is a, I believe, a uh, Pentecostal uh, theologian. Uh, He teaches uh, at at several Pentecostal uh, universities or seminaries or has over the years, and hopefully we can get him on an episode. But it's a really great book um, that you may enjoy reading because what he does in this particular book is he goes through and mentions a number of the ways that Pentecostal uh, thinkers from the early days, in the early 1900s, how they discussed uh, the sacraments, uh, particularly when it comes to baptism and communion. And so like when you look in the uh, the table of contents, you'll find out that he talks about how in Pentecostal 
churches and theology, the altar has functioned as a sacramental space, so to speak. And so he talks about about worship as a sacramental space. He talks about water baptism, the Lord's Supper. And then he also talks about two things that are particularly, I think, interesting uh, is foot washing. And then for those who practice the laying on of hands and pray for healing, uh, the anointing of the sick, the, the, uh, the, the prayer with, with oil and the laying on of hands. And so it's a really great book uh, to, to explore, and it'll probably get you asking a lot more questions. That's what it did for me when I read it. Uh, and, and actually, what was great about this book is he points us to a lot of different resources from Pentecostals that may be helpful to read if you're looking to engage more on this topic. So I'm going to encourage you to get that book. Uh, it's it's a fairly inexpensive, uh, really readable book, and it's written by someone who is a pastor uh, as well. So it it's definitely not a a real ivory tower type of scholarly type of uh, of uh, resource. So I'd encourage you to check it out. So anyway, I want to say thank you so much for this uh, this opportunity of listening to my first podcast, first episode in season one of the Sacramental Charismatic. We're going to do more of these. I hope that you find them helpful. And hey, if you have any thoughts or suggestions on what you think would be a good topic to address, please, please leave a comment below where you are watching this. I will do my best to check those streams, or you can message me or email me uh, and let me know what you think would be a good topic, as well as maybe some questions that you have, um, or perhaps you have a person that you think I should consider having on this podcast. Uh, And also would love to encourage you to like this and share it and help me get the word out about this this new podcast, uh, podcast that is that is pursuing um, the goal of seeing the intersection between pneumatology, ecclesiology, and missiology to end up in some type, in some shape, some form of sacramentality. Anyway, thanks so much for listening again, and I hope all of you have a wonderful day, night, morning, afternoon, evening. I'm not sure when you're watching this, but but I thank you for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.